Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> Uh-oh, Rich. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I am GTG. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Mike White finds him. I am uh, all in on Mike White and seeing what he can do the rest of the way. We've seen proof of life. 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 The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, host of the Right Time Podcast, Bomani Jones. Still to come, Bills linebacker Vaughn Miller. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Great chats already with Kurt Warner and Bomani Jones. Hours one and two of this program. This is hour three, as I just mentioned. As soon as we're done here on channel 210 on the Roku channel, we re-air. So if you missed any of the first two hours, stay put. If you uh, want to catch any of the first two hours otherwise, whenever you darn well please to see it, don't worry. Uh, there's also the Rich Eisen Show collection. Uh, it's video on demand service through our partnership with Roku and the Roku channel. There's also our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network, all three hours of our show. You can listen it to whenever you want. I've been really enjoying seeing all these tweets sent to us uh, at Rich Eisen Show or me personally at Rich Eisen of uh, a lot of the Spotify listeners. The number of hours they've listened to us, uh, I want to embrace them and also tell them everything's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, if they listen to us for 14,000 hours over the year, like the, where they're leading, listen, it really is. We don't take it for so granted. We love it, especially since, you know, it was right around this time three years ago where we thought we weren't uh, going to do this anymore after uh, a lengthy run on our friends um, on Audience Network. But at any rate, we're still here. We're thrilled about it. Let's go. Uh, hour number three, Von Miller is going to join us. He's joining us care of Doritos. Uh, do you know he's uh, he's shaved a, a triangle in the back of his head? Oh. Yeah. But um, he, he shaved a Dorito shape in the back of his head. And this is the construct of the, uh, of the uh, I guess, contest that's being run. That if you do it, you do it um, and take a photograph of it, he chooses who's got the best version of it. And that person gets to go to the Super Bowl. Mike, let's do this. This is perfect for you. You didn't know that? This is perfect for you, Mike. Let's shave. I got the clippers. I'll bring him in. We shaved uh, Jay Felly's beard the other day while you were gone. I'll bring him in. He doesn't need to do that. We'll shave the Doritos triangle in the back of your head. Boom. How do you not win? By the way, Feller's the one that does the stupid stuff. You could have Feller do it. How do, he doesn't have any hair. Is Feller, to, is Feller on him on? You'd have to make him bold. No, no, I'm here. Okay, cool. Great. He doesn't have any hair. You we have the perfect hair, hair. It'll grow back. It's fine. Do you want to ask Susie to try it tomorrow when she's sitting in here? Give that a whirl. Does she want to put a triangle on the back of her hair? You want to even I don't want to do that to your wife. I want to do it to Mike. Very good. I'm going to put it on a, on a Twitter blog. Let's Mike. talk about with Vaughn, too. You know, Vaughn's got a podcast, his, the, the Vaughn cast that he does. Oh, I see that. He made news this week, man. He's creating content, not only for himself, but other sports talk radio shows, just like this one. He's a content creator. He is. Yeah, forget all these Instagram. Yeah, Micah Parsons on. You're, you're uh, the lion of the Cowboys. Oh my guy. Uh, he, 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 he lobbed something in Philadelphia's way. 
I mean, you know. He calls Jalen Hurts kind of like assistant quarterback. <laughs> do, do we have the soundbite? Okay, here, hit it. This is it. If we look at the Eagles, is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> yes, that. I bomb. think it's a little bit of both, man. I think. <laughs> it's a, it, <laughs> I think it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, like, oh boy, Micah. (laughs) And this Eagles Cowboys, this Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I'm not not trying to make no enemies. I. (laughs) I just like I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like mm. I can't. I, I like I like when things are off. I I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. I can't wait for this Philly Dallas game coming up on Christmas Eve. I cannot wait for it because Jalen Hurts heard this. He was asked of it. He says, "I'm focused on the Bears. That's who they're playing this week." And we'll see. We'll see how Jalen – does Jalen have that next-level MVP, I'm taking it in, I'm going to pay it back type, Jordan-type stuff, right? Like, that's the sort of stuff. Does he have it in him? He hasn't played a game in those positions yet where he's the guy being doubted. He's the one who's number one. He's Jordan? the one that everybody's chasing. No, I'm just Jordan saying, Palmer? No, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. Does he have it in him? Oh, boy. We're going to talk to Vaughn. Because Vaughn was saying it's a little bit of both. Isn't it always quarterback in a system? Yeah, exactly. Take a look at New England. Who your teammates are. Take a look at New England. You've been complaining about the system all year long. The system's awful. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Need a quarterback, need a system. Vaughn's coming up. Can't wait to talk to him. What is the latest on Odell? Bills say that their their door's still open, too. You know, Vaughn is hanging out there. He says he's he's chilling with Brandon Bean. He's... Talking to the GM, he wants to be a GM one day. That's how he's spending some of his time in Buffalo. Hang with the team, hang with the GM. So, is he uh, is he involved? It's got to be. So much to talk about with Vaughn. Can't wait. Can't wait. And I got three games that, because again, top of the flowchart games in week 15, you got the Bills-Dolphins game that's after the game I'm calling, Browns and Ravens. Okay. It's a big game for the Ravens with the Bengals playing the way that they are. And the Bengals are in Tampa. That's a big one. Sunday game that used to be on NBC. They flexed out of Patriots Raiders to put Commanders Giants in there. Dude, that's six versus seven. Make the face all you want. That's six versus seven in the NFC. The winner of this game is most likely they making the playoffs in three. I get it. There wasn't even a winner. I get it. But in terms of both teams... Winning records, both teams currently in a playoff spot. I There's only four such games this week. Uh, it tells and you I just named three of them. The I just named three of them. The Raiders okay. and Pats have fallen off. That's why that game got flexed out. But it's still Belichick versus McDaniels, right? Which it is. Which it is. Bill is cool. The Belichick's together are coming up with a defensive game plan, knowing what Josh McDaniels does. Didn't Denver beat New England when McDaniels was the coach, right? Oh, McDaniels was like fist pumping on the sideline, going going right. crazy. And that yeah. that's a that's a game I'm fascinated by. Oh, you know why? Because Belichick was asked about this very subject. Oh, yeah, that's a Bill Belichick press conference moment. Hit it. 
today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. As you prepare to face the Raiders, obviously a familiar face in Josh, I was curious as we stand here today, just making the transition without Josh offensively, how much harder or how hard has that been relative to maybe what you thought it would be? Yeah, again, we've talked about that. We've been in this transition every year. Has this one been harder than others in the past for you? Yeah, every year is a different year, so they're not hard, they're not easy. They're just, you, know, you take it as it comes. This is done outdoors. For those watching uh, on Roku, you saw it. And those listening on radio, you heard it. That was done outdoors. University of Arizona is where they're working out this week, coming off of the Monday game in Arizona, the Sunday games in Las Vegas. <laughs> Jed Fish, formerly of the Patriots staff, is now the U of A HC. So, like, come on in, Bill. Whoever's doing the work there, drop this huge lead pipe just at the end of that statement, right in the middle of the awkward pause. Fantastic. I love that. Perfect. That was well done. I really like that. I really like that. Perfect timing. Bill Belichick, everybody. He's not. He's not going to get introspective to walk into the conversation that he knows would be launched by his answer about well, what what has been the issue of transitioning to Matt Patricia that has Mac Jones cursing him out? It seems <laughs> he's not taking that cheese. Games that I'm interested in. Let's hit them. Underneath the radar screen, because they're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Period, end of story. The Jaguars have a shot to continue with their current feeling and mantra. And they they got the warm and fuzzies because they just beat the crap out of the Tennessee Titans. And they still have a, win, a chance to win this division. If they could only keep winning games and keep stacking W's. And who's right there? The Dallas Cowboys. Coming off of a game against the worst team in the NFL, with the worst record in the NFL, last place in this division in the AFC South. Let's just see if the Houston Texans showed a little bit of a blueprint. One thing, though, that the Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to do is swap quarterbacks out during the game. (laughs) And that's where... I want to linger a little bit here. Mike, if you don't mind, turn down the music because we were on the air with Doug Peterson earlier this week when I asked him about Trevor Lawrence and his development. And is there an it moment for him on when things might have beginning to started to turn? And this was his answer. I think, and I believe that that interception he threw on the goal line at Denver when we played in London yes. uh, several weeks ago, I think was... Uh, you know, a, a little bit of a, a wake-up call or a, a, a bell that rung in his head that says, listen, I've, I've got to do a better job of protecting the football. I'm, you know, you're hurting the football team and, and putting the you know, team in harm's way like that. I just think that was a, a play that, one, he would like to have back, but I really put, think it put him on a trajectory or a path that he's on right now. And, and sometimes it takes a play like that or a moment like that for, you know, young players to understand just – how to play this game, and, and since that point, he's he's really uh, done an outstanding job of of just um, you know taking care of the ball, executing the offense, and, and really dispersing dispersing the football where it needs to be. Now, his Tuesday show and on his Wednesday press conference, Trevor Lawrence was asked if he concurred with that moment being significant. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's been a few of those moments, um, really, in my career so far. But I think at that point, I remember, I, I'll never forget how I felt in that locker room after the game. You know, obviously, it wasn't a good day for me. And I really just felt like, really, it felt like that a couple times, but n none more than after that game. Really felt like I let the, the team down. You know, should have won that game. Um, I think we had lost four. That was our fifth one in a row. So I was just, I remember, I never forgot how I felt in that locker room. I, was, I don't want to feel like this anymore. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, one, start taking care of the ball. But two, I just want to be the player that I know I can be. And I think that kind of flipped a switch in me. And, and, and honestly, too, I think uh, I have a little bit more of a chip on my shoulder now. Just because, you know, last year and a half, I don't, I don't really forget what, what's been said and um, what people have written. And now, you know, you see people change their mind after a couple weeks. And, uh, but, I, but, I, but I remember everything, you know, and I don't use that necessarily as my only fuel, but definitely use that. And I think that's something this team's done. You know, we kind of remember how, what people were saying when we lost five in a row. And then we've won some big games now, and um, people kind of change their mind quick. So we just have that same mentality. Um, that we're just out, we want to prove you know how good we can be every week, and uh, I think that's been the cool thing about this team. Great answer. Now I know what you guys here are wondering, like were at least I was, were we specifically cited mm. in the press conference? Oh, say hey, Doug Peterson on the Rich Eisen show, right. uh, and so is that what brought up this specific right. comment? Correct attribution. Right. I mean, come on. Well, here's the question. Doug said in an interview this week, he thinks the London game, particularly that red zone turnover, is kind of a wake-up call for you, kind of your turning point. Is that kind of, kind of how you see it? In an interview this week. Come on, dude who covers the Jaguars. What are we doing? Jeez. We're offering content. We're offered content. Was that question at dictated to him by Colin Coward? Because if it was, it would have been radio television show. On a radio television show. Come on a nice it's radio. It's called the Rich Eisen Show. I mean, we could give you a card. Send you a mug. Enough about us. Trevor Lawrence showing up against the Dallas Cowboys with an opportunity to start making some hay, and you're hearing he's been taking names. He's got a receipt as well. I kind of dig it. I kind of dig it, and I kind of dig this game. And it's early window. And it's going to be exciting. I'm loving this. Because, kids, I remember way back in the day when the Jaguars were playing significant games in December. I know they had that one run, the uh, the Bortles run, <laughs> that damn near wound up in the Super Bowl, right? So close. The Bortles Marone top of the ticket. But this is great stuff, man. Dallas versus Doug Peterson. Let's go. Another game I want to see... Big time, Philadelphia, Chicago. I don't know, man. I'm hoping Justin Fields is healthy for this game. What, he's he's battling an illness this week, coming off a bye? But yeah. just Hurts v. Fields is something that I have a feeling we're going to be seeing for a long time to come. And we might look back. I know this is crazy. We could look back on this game as the first time they did it. And how exciting is it where two guys who can do it with their arms and their legs and two systems that are perfectly built for these guys and two Micah Parsons system quarterbacks going against each other. I'm looking forward to this. And this is a game where the Eagles can get got. Laugh all you want. But Eberflus <laughs> has done it before. He did it to New England earlier this year. And this one's at home. 
I kind of see this game as as a you-never-know type contest, and Philadelphia's got Dallas coming up next. We'll see if Sirianni's going to keep the, uh, you know, fertilizer and the the watering going in Chicago. Because this is one of those games you top seeds shouldn't shouldn't oh. shouldn't lose. Should it should look it should oh, look race. just like the ones we've seen in the previous weeks. Yep. Right? With Dallas coming up. I'm excited yeah. just to be a lot of fun. And how about this one? How about the six and seven lines at my seven and six Jets? How about Goff versus Mike White? How about Sauce Gardner on one side of the field? And Aiden Hutchinson on the other side of the field. And I proffer to say those are the guys who are going to finish 1-2 in the defensive rookie of the year battle with all due respect to anyone else who's balling out. I'm looking forward to this. The Lions are feeling it. The Jets need it. The Jets need to stay pace with Los Angeles and stay pace in pace with the Patriots. Mike White and the Jets coming off of that game in Buffalo trying to get back on the winning ways against the Lions team that can get to 500. And 500 with the Giants and Commanders taking on each other is not a bad spot to be sitting in with the Giants also having another game coming up against Philadelphia to end the season. And Seattle, we'll see what they do tonight against San Francisco. The door could be wide open for Detroit to get in the playoffs. And how wild would that be if... Detroit shows up on the doorstep of the Vikings in the first week of the playoffs again. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much fun in this game to be had. Dan Campbell, Robert Sala, Goff playing the way that he is. And then once the Jets are done, guess who they face in week 16? To kick it all off on Thursday Night Football, Jacksonville. So these games could set up the first big game of next week, too. Those are the games I'm looking forward to seeing. Let's take a break. Von Miller will be joining us next. Future Hall of Famer with a triangle in the back of his head and a phone to his ear. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. 
improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, Von Miller's calling in in a matter of moments here on the program. Let's go to Al in Atlanta. You're here. What's up, Al? How you been? Good morning, Rich. Doing well. Doing Did well. you and you TJ doing? ever ever uh, close business on uh, Braves v Mets? Did we ever close business? On I don't Braves? have Twitter anymore, man. Uh, Not that I know of. You know okay. what am I supposed to do? Elon took me out. Um, no, I, th- I think it was taken out before. <laughs> yeah. You were taken out. Well, before I don't know. Elon I think he might have had his hand in it. We're, okay. we're petitioning Elon to put you back. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't want to go back. Um, That's the thing. I'm I'm enjoying life. Sans the, the problem Twitter. is for you to be the problem for you to be reinstated though is you've been spending a lot of your spare time tracking private planes. And <laughs> I don't think you're going to get back now, TJ. I, I do intend to honor the bet somehow, some way. Maybe I'll get Brockman mm-hmm. asked Sarah for a Braves hat or something. I'll display it here. But I I, I got you at some point. What's bro. on your mind, Al? Well, earlier, you guys were talking with Bamani Jones about that dreadful day that will only and always be known as 28-3, to 3, and you were saying you guys were surprised at how much of a stain it is on all of us down here in Atlanta and how we can't let it go. Mm-hmm. I have a little story that happened actually last night at Trivia Night at the bar. Mm. After we were drinking, after we had finished Trivia and we were all just hanging out drinking, yeah. there was a group of us, and a New York transplant walked up and started talking to us just about sports in general, mm-hmm. you know, MLS. Yeah. And and then he happened to mention twenty eight to three. And he did he was not ready for the onslaught of anger that he felt with us being a New York transplant. He also hates the Patriots. Yes. And he was extremely happy when half an hour later some cute uh physical therapist walked up to us and distracted us just long enough that he could escape out the side because he was not ready for the amount of anger and replaying Vitriol. every single play because the, 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 the pain is still real. And the only way it will ever go away is if we win a Super Bowl against the Patriots mm. that we have to beat Tom Brady to get to. I don't, I, I don't know if that's going to happen, unfortunately, Al. Um, you might have to keep drinking. No, I don't know if this is any one of those, you know, those stories we hear about hipster coffee shops and they're not really real. Um, <laughs> uh, in, in New York sports fans started talking MLS first. Cause that, that, uh, okay. Like, were you having Red Bulls with your vodka? Were you having Red Bulls with your vodka? I mean, is that what, is that what brought up the MLS? I don't know. I was wearing an Atlanta United jersey. There again. you go. I knew how to be something. Thanks for the call, Al. Appreciate it. I don't know any New York sports fan that's going to be talking MLS just right off the bat. There's lots to talk about. I mean, the Knicks have won five in a row. The Giants and the Jets are trying to make the playoffs here, trying to cash in that first part of the season. You know, we all knew that the uh, New York City, I should say, as where Von Miller is going to be calling in shortly from Western New York, the New York City um, football scene that was uh, a carriage had the uh, the ripe pumpkin right around the corner. 
Remember, weren't they six and one? Both of them? Weren't they six and one, both of them? I feel like the Giants were six and one. Yeah, and I think the Jets, the Jets were five and two or something like that. Not anymore. And while we're waiting for uh, Vaughn, TJ, I want to check your work here on your Dallas Cowboys prediction. Okay. And I got to give it up to you. Because good job. You had you had going into the season a certain pick, and then we had, we gave you an opportunity to get off them mm-hmm. um, and change them. You had coming into the season the final ten uh, front, final what we got uh, nine games going like this. Lose to the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Lose to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, missed that one. Beating the Giants on Thanksgiving. Beating the Colts. Losing to the Texans. That <laughs> almost came to fruition. <laughs> oh, wow. Beating the Jaguars. Losing to the Eagles. Because I had predicted us to beat them first. And then, ben, no, no these, these are, this is what you had coming into the season. Beating the Titans and Commanders to finish the season at 11-6. and six. And then once the bye week hit, we're like, do you want to take a, a different run at it? You said yes. Mm-hmm. You stayed with losing against the Packers. Uh, yeah. You swapped the loss for the Vikings to a win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, was that an emphatic, smart change on your part. You kept the wins against the Giants and the Colts. You swapped off the loss to the Texans to a win. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking at first. Well, you were right to get off of that train. And then you will have them winning throughout the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. 13 and 4 uh, 13 and 4 finish look at you man nice work that's what I'm saying I, I mean you know people on YouTube don't think I know anything but you know I know stuff sometimes so you have them winning 3 out of their last 4 we're still not there yet to get but, to well I mean know. if they win brother if they win their, their entire if you were correct and they sweep the rest of the way that's 14 and 3 even better they'd even be better than what you thought so yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember. I just got I got destroyed on YouTube once that video went up. Chris, you, you had oh them, my god! You had them winning their first four. You had them losing to the Rams and losing to the Lions. But so you're not too you're not too far off. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes Benz Vans phone line, courtesy of Doritos, one of our favorites, future Pro Football Hall of Famer from the Buffalo Bills, Von Miller, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Von? Howdy, Rich. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. I, I, I was supposed to be back on the show, you know, a bunch of times before this, man. But, know. you know, to be here with Doritos and to be back on the show with yes. you guys, man, it's awesome, man. Well, look, I mean, for you to – you can come on this show anytime you want. You don't have to shave a triangle on the back of your head <laughs> to do it, Vaughn. You know what I mean? You don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. crazy. You know, um, you know, this haircut, my own haircut, it caught the attention of Doritos. Yes. And I'm – and I'm super excited to, um, you know, invite fans across the country to name that triangle um, by challenging their own strength, their own self-expression, their own swag, and their own personal take on my haircut, on my haircut yes. to win a chance to go to Super Bowl 57. So an ordinary haircut just that I've been rocking for years, you know, caught the attention of Doritos and all the fans again behind it, man. It's, it's super cool. So if you're saying if Doritos was shaped differently, this wouldn't you would not have been their spokesman for this sort of thing? Is that what you're saying? It's, it, it, it probably, it, huh. 
You know, I think you know, I think me partnering with Doritos and Frito Lay was coming. Yes. But I think the uh, Meant I think to be. the haircut the haircut just it sped all it sped it up for yeah, sure. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, you know, I I'm going to the Super Bowl anyway and I know whoever you choose has the best looking triangle when they um post it with that hashtag name that triangle is going to go to the Super Bowl. So I already have you know my end, but I don't know if I I just don't know if I've got the lid for it. You know, I don't know if I've got the lid for it. But we're seeing yeah, people need, doing it right now. Look at this. Yeah, all you need is just the you know the triangle in the back. You know, sometimes you get you have just hair on the sides. Okay. You know, and, and the top is gone. But if you just if you just go to the very bottom of the hair in the back, it don't have to be a big triangle. Just a just a little triangle. Well, I mean, people are shaving it. I mean, that's 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 not going to do it, right? I mean, you can't just uh, you know. It's, you know, it's your own personal take. You can just fade it or do it lightly or whatever you want to do. Hmm. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. You know you'll, well, you'll see it. You'll see it. One triangle. You can do a couple of triangles if you want. To. Okay. Oh, you'll just look out. Just I'll, I'll look out for it. Um, hey, Vaughn, um, you, you're getting the hang of this podcast thing. You created your pod. Created some waves this week. I mean, it, this is some. Every show is talking about your pod and what Micah Parsons said on it this week. You know what? You know what, Rich, I, you know, I have, um, you know, by me being an athlete and me being on the other side, mm-hmm. you know, the media, um, you know, I'm not a big hot take guy. You know, I talk <laughs> all the guys that I have on, you know, from Josh Allen, yes. Stephon Diggs, yes. to, you know, uh, Miles Garrett and Mike Evans and, you know, um, yeah. Calais Campbell. You know, all the guys that we have on, you know, I take time before the show and I walk through the whole entire show and I tell them that I'm not going off of this court. I might expand on some of the topics that we're talking about, but I'm not going to blindside you because I hate when people blindside me with questions. And I, right. of course, I've you know I've been doing this for 12 years, so I know how to kind of navigate that. But with it being my show and me having some control, I don't want to lose the respect of my colleagues around the league by being that way. So I talk to the guys and I tell them about everything that we're we're talking about and what we're gonna, how we're going to talk about it. And, you know, I did the same thing with Micah, and we're going through the show, and we're, we're staying on our talking points and doing what we do, and then all of a sudden, Micah asked me a question. <laughs> well, Vaughn, Vaughn, if you had, I had spoken before that episode, I would have told you under no circumstances should you give Micah the host role, because <laughs> we swapped. When he showed up here in studio months ago, he said he could do my job, and I'm like, okay. And we swapped seats. He took the host seat. I took the guest chair seat. And he damn near took my job on the spot. I would have warned you against that. I would have counseled you against that, Vaughn. I would have said, don't you know, do you, it. If you pay, and if you pay attention to Micah's uh, Twitter, he has a great, he has a, a great Twitter, Twitter account. Yes. He speaks his mind. He does. He speaks his mind. And that's, you can, I always respect guys that speak their mind. Like, they're not, they're, I'm always a guy, like, I just, I just choose to show love. Even if, like, I love up on guys, even if they, you know, maybe not deserve it, or even if it maybe isn't true, I just choose the side of love and, like, my colleagues. I know how hard it is to play in the NFL. You know, I just choose to, like, up my guys instead of, like, yeah. you know, but Micah chose to tell his truth, and I always <laughs> respect guys, you know, that tell their truth, and uh, it just, it went, it blew up. And then it, if you watch it again, like, I even tried to, like, yeah. you know, try to like I tried to like alleviate it a little bit yes. and ask another question and Michael was like nope 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 I think it's the team not I'm like oh geez why what's going on yeah you what? tried you tried it you did what a good host does which was try to slow the roll of somebody who is t- going down the road of hot taken but he believes it uh Jalen Hurts he really called Jalen Hurts a system quarterback when you pointed out aren't you playing each other very soon and the answer is yes it's Christmas weekend so Merry Christmas 
one and all. It's going to be a game to watch, not only because, you know, two great teams are playing on Christmas Eve, um, not only because it's, it's two great quarterbacks and two great defenses, but, you know, all the stuff that, you know, they add into these games. And let me let me tell you something. These young guys around the league, like the Mike, the second-year guys and, the, mm-hmm. you know, the first-year guys and the third-year guys, they really don't care about upsetting guys. You know, back when I was there, you know, you, you have, you know, you – you know, we, you know, you kind of like, you know, play along. But nowadays, like, guys just don't care. If they don't like you, if they if they not seeing something, they they call you out on it on, in person. They call you out on social media. And it's just the state, the day and age that we're living in. Michael Parsons is a hell of a player. So it doesn't matter what he says, he's going to be able to back it up on, on Christmas Eve. And I'm looking forward to that game. Well, I mean, what if once upon a time, Vaughn, you went on a podcast and uh, what would DeMarcus Ware have told you if you called Tom Brady a system quarterback mm-hmm. on that podcast? <laughs> what would he told you, Vaughn? What do you say? What do you say? DeMarcus DeMarcus probably would have cut the whole show right there. Try <laughs> <laughs> to delete that, man. You know what? I, you know, I'm just, I'm just such you know? a fan of. I'm, I'm really just such a fan of guys, man. Like my mind, even if like you know they're they're not the most talented guys, or even if I'm going against a team, right, and say the team is is Owen and 15, and I'm getting ready to play them, I just choose to like show love and up them up and, you know, tell them that, hmm. you know, this, uh, this you know, their record is not a clear indicator of what type of team they are. And I just choose to stay in that world of stuff because at the end of the day, we're all men. And real, you know, men respond. So if you call a guy out on stuff, it don't matter. And I've done that. You know, I've, you know, played the Arizona Cardinals and I said, hey, we're going to go out here and we're going to do this. And I don't care what. And I, and I, we played the Cleveland Browns last year and I said, I don't care who I'm going against. Like, I'm, you know, I've been there and I've done that. And, you know, I, I just know that men are going to respond. So I just choose to just go out there and play my game and just leave it at that. I don't want to give anybody the opportunity to uh, motivate guys. Uh, more than what they normally would be motivated. Than normally what they would be more motivated. Ron Miller here on the Rich Eisen show. So uh, let's jump into um, you know the the general sense of what's going on with the Bills. And you know, I uh, first of all, so how did it work? Where did you come to after your procedure, and somebody had to break the news to you that you you your knee was hurt more? Or you you knew that going into your procedure, Vaughn? No, so um, you know, Doctor Cooper. Um, I had a lot of respect for Dr. Cooper. He did, um, you know, he did some of the colleagues, some of my colleagues around the league, and you know, I've paid attention to their progress and their recovery, and they did great. And um, you know, Nate Nate Breska here at the Buffalo Bills, um, we were all in Dallas and we we're having a meeting, and the MRI said that you know my ACL was intact and everything was good. Um, but when you test, when he tests, when Dr. Cooper tested my knee, you know, he felt um, that it might be compromised. So he he uh, we went in there to just do a scope, and you know um, it, to still give me a shot to be able to play this season. Mm-hmm. And um, you know he told me like when I go in there and do this scope, I'm gonna look at the ACL and I'm gonna test it out. And if it is not uh, if it's compromised, then I feel like the best thing for you to do is just go ahead and and get this uh, you know fixed right now. And if you, as you can imagine, there is there's no place in the calendar for you know seven to nine weeks. You know, recovery. Right. There's just no place in the football calendar. It's not a good time to do that. But, you know, he said that, you know, if it, if it was compromised, we'd do it right now. So I'm going to, I'm getting, they're prepping my legs and, you know, they're shaving it up. And he marks the right one. He said, I'm going to scope this one. And, you know, if it's, if I go in there and if it's compromised, then we do the whole surgery. So I knew, like, going into it that it was a possibility. I didn't think that, mm. you know, it would happen because I still wanted to play. But I trust Dr. Cooper and went in there. I woke up and 
you know, I'm all loopy, and he told me that he went ahead and did it, and you know, I, I was, uh, I knew that that was the best thing to do because wow. I really trust Dr. Cooper and his work. How did I mean when you come to and you're no longer loopy? I mean, that had to be a blow for you, man. That had to be significant for you. No, man. Man, you know, I'm I'm all about not like not blinking. Um, right. I'm all about just I, I'm not dwelling on on anything. I'm just I'm I'm continually uh, moving. I'm a big mindset guy, and I'm not. I'm not going to be down. Of course, you know I want to be out there with my teammates. Of course, you know playing football on Sunday, second a quarterback. That's what I do best. That's what I do more than anything else in the world. But at the same time, I'd rather focus on the road to get back there, and not me not actually being there. You see, I do see. I know, and I know that you're spending some time the front office. You know, trying to turn this up. You know, moment into an opportunity for for. Well, I, I guess for lack of a better phrase, internship to try and figure out being becoming a general manager in this league and for for down the road. So, um, in that spirit, I want to ask you a roster question, Vaughn. Okay. What's going on with Odell? Could he still come to your team? What do you think? What do you yeah, got? I mean, him? I think there's always going to be a place for Odell. I think, um, you know, Odell, where he was at in his wishes, you know, he doesn't want to rush back and you know just play in games or be, you know, forced to play in games. And, you know, I respect Odell for that. And, um, you know, he, he's, you know, he's 30 years old and he's putting his body, you know, over, you know, um, coming in and just, you know, laying his body on the line for, you know, a team. You know, he did that last year with the Browns. You know, he signed for, you know, vet minimum, came in and, you know, he won a Super Bowl and it was, mm-hmm. it was a, uh, he was an injury away. If he wouldn't have got hurt, he probably would have been the MVP of the, of the game. And, yeah, no doubt. You know, he was, he would hit free agency, and you know the going, the going tag for you know wide receivers these days is twenty five and up. So he was on his way to uh, you know um, a really nice payday, and you know unfortunately he had a he had a setback. But you know um, I think it's still a place for Odell on, on our team. I, I think it's still a place for you know Odell on on the Dallas Cowboys and all these things. I, I think it's just I think the ball is in Odell's court, and whenever he feels comfortable to play at the level that he knows he's, he can play at, he'll be on the team. Well, and obviously you can't speak for him. That that's no. clear. But but you're you're uh, are you are you speaking with him? Are you monitoring the situation on behalf of the Bills, Vaughn, with him? Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I guess I'm the the, the Odell expert. I've been mean, knowing the guy eight years now. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, I'm I'm not like I said I'm I'm not speaking for him and I'm not speaking, you know, for, you know, the Bills. This is just this is just my idea and just mm-hmm. um being around like, you know, a lot of great players and being on two Super Bowl teams and Odell was a huge part of our of our Super Bowl win last year. So, I know what type of value he brings to a team on and off the football field, even if he doesn't play just by being on a team and being around guys and you know, having his energy wear off on other guys. Like, we got Stephon Diggs here to have Stephon Diggs and Odell Beckham on the same team. Like, you know, that that does wonders on and off the football field, man. But, you know, it's the ball is in Odell court, and, you know, whatever decision he's making, I'm all for it. He has a young son, too. I have a young son. Mm. And, I, and I know whenever you have a, a little one, like, you know, things change. And, you know, priorities change. So I, I want, you know, him to be happy at the end of the day and, I want him to make the best decision for him and his family. Um, before I let you go, Von Miller, um, this big game Saturday night for the Bills and the Dolphins, uh, the weather looks to be frightful, and everybody's talking about how cold it's going to be and how the Dolphins might not be ready for it and things of that nature. How, how does that play into the locker room of the team that's more used to the cold weather, Vaughn? What do you got for well, me? Well, now, Rich, it's, it's, 2000, it's 2022, you know, and – 
you know, the Dolphins play in the AFC East. They got three cold weather teams that they play. They play the Patriots, they play the Jets, mm-hmm. and they play they play the Buffalo Bills. So even though it's a cold game, even though they they um you know they live in Miami, I think they'll be ready to play. Okay. You know, I think I think that um you know of course nobody likes you know playing in the cold, but mm-hmm. I think they'll be ready. It's a lot. It's a lot on this game. It's a lot on the line. Um, they got a great coach. I think you know his uh, perspective, and he's going to have everybody you know focusing on the game and not the weather. Um, so, with that being said, we just got to go out there and play our you know our style of football. You know the things that we do, even though we play in the cold, there's no getting used to it. You know, you and it's not like you just you know grow uh, you know six inches of, of blubber around your skin and you can just <laughs> go out there and sit there all day. It's, you know that's not happening, but. You know, we, at the end of the day, we play in the cold. They play in the cold. We just go out there and have to play our game. They beat us, you know, the first time in the heat. And now we got an opportunity to, to go show what we do. All right, Von Miller. Um, so, I, I guess just an open-ended question. You're not done, right? You're going to keep playing football? You're going to rehab? You're going to get back out there, right? Man, Rich, I got a six-year deal. And, okay. and right when I signed this, you know, my, my mindset was to play all six years. So, you know, that's another that's another thing that really just, you know, keeps, you know, me – you know, in a great place mentally is knowing that you know I'm gonna be able to come back and have multiple shots at this thing. So um, no, I'm 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 not done. My son is only one. I need I need to play at least you know four or five years for him to re- remember what I'm doing. Fantastic. Uh, and again, thank you for calling on behalf of Doritos. Hashtag name that triangle now through January 15th. Put the triangle in your haircut. You're gonna check it out. You put the entry uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Chance to win uh, two tickets to Super Bowl. 57. Thanks to you, Von Miller. Really appreciate it. You take care of yourself, okay? Hey, thanks, Rich, man. It's always a, a treat, and it's always enjoyable being on your right show, man, and you. I appreciate you for giving me the opportunity again. And if you ever need, you know, someone on the Voncast, you know, I don't, I don't, I know I'm, I, you know, I don't play in Pro Bowls. I've covered Pro Bowls, you know. I, I see this, the caliber of guests that you have, and I promise not to ask you questions to, well, although, hey, Micah did you a favor. Everybody's talking about it. Jalen <laughs> spoke about it. They're going to talk yeah. about it all the way to next week's Philly-Dallas uh, game. Vaughn, it's big. He did, man. He did, he did me a huge favor, man. And, Micah, that's my guy, man. But, Rich, I'll take you up on that, Do man. It. I appreciate you. You know how to reach out. Take care, Vaughn. Thank you. It's Vaughn Miller, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. At Vaughn Miller on Twitter. We'll take a break. Wrap up this show. Don't you dare move. 844-204-RICH if you want to sneak something in. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
Find the latest and greatest audio entertainment on Audible. It's got everything you want to hear, including The Rich Eisen Show. Along with podcasts, you'll find audiobooks and exclusive originals. We're talking comedy, sports stories, deep dives with athletes and entertainers, business, and anything else you're into. That's why it makes a, a perfect spot for our show. It just sounds like The Rich Eisen Show I just described there. Audible is going to get you act to access to thousands of included titles with more added every week. Listen on the road, at the gym, anywhere you want to fuel up your imagination. Susan and I put Harry Potter on in the car for the kids through Audible. Nice. Join and get 30 days free at the home of storytelling, audible.com. It's fun stuff with Von Miller right there. So he's like, yeah, we, they're not sitting there saying, look how cold the Dolphins are. They play three games in the cold weather. New England, the Jets, and um, and Buffalo. There's a little pushback. They already played the Jets back in week five, I believe. Yeah, not cold. <laughs> not cold week five. Not cold week five. Yeah. Haven't played New England yet. That's the last game of the year in New England. Um, and uh, um, actually, that's not. Hold on a minute. Let me get that right. Miami's game is second last week. Yeah, it's going to be cold. This is their, first, this is their yeah. first foray into the cold weather this year. And it's going to be cold. That's one of my favorite quotes from uh, tweets from Michael Irvin. We play that. It, 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 that's the one we play back all the time on game day morning or pop up on the screen is uh, the tweet where he said, man, when we played in the cold weather, we was cold. We was cold. <laughs> that's Michael Irvin's tweet. Man, when we played in that cold weather, we was cold. So I should have Michael on. Talk about it. Let's see. That was from January 5th, 2014. You got it? What does it say? What's the exact quote? By the way, all caps. Yeah. All caps. No punctuation. Yeah. Man, when we played in that cold weather, we was cold. That's it. We put that up (laughs) all the time on game day morning. You can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. Uh, I'm taking off for uh, Cleveland. Suze is going to be sitting in here, so I uh, appreciate you gents taking uh, her and this show home the uh, rest of the way for this week. Ironically enough, Rich, there's a bottle of champagne in the fridge in yeah. the back. It's always good when Suze comes. <laughs> we drink. So it's Mimosa Friday? Feels, feels like Mimosa Please Friday. Believe yeah, it. it feels like Mimosa Friday tomorrow. <laughs> That's how Susie and gets down. I missed the last one. It's definitely Mimosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. I mean, and also, and also Susie brings us like the first. Su- Susie brings us snacks and stuff too. Which yeah, we get no like one else ever stuff, really Rich. brings this. With, if we could transition know? to Susie, I good mean, point. we would probably. It's a good well, I mean, well, we drink a lot. And we so you're a lot happy fatter. when I leave, is what you're saying. I mean, it's yeah. just different. We're not happy. Well, it's like substitute teacher. Yeah. Yes. Oh, don't say that. Well, no, because you don't fear the substitute teacher. I fear Susie. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great point. So, but you, wait a minute. There are questions that you have. Have you written down the questions that you want to ask her? Please believe it. I got him. Got him here in my in my notepad. What you got? Well, I have the one that's been here for like two years. Asked Susie about the ultimatum, which yeah. every time I ask her, she then goes to commercial, even though we just came from commercial. Okay. And then uh, what she told Shaq about dancing behind that's right. reporters. You have during to have interviews. her tell that story. You have to. T- yeah. So I got it. Got it right. Here. She told this to Shaq. That was a, that's a good one. And Shaq said, okay, Susie. You'll enjoy it. I'll stop dancing. <laughs> good job, DJ. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> I'm reading some of the comments underneath this Michael Irvin tweet. Yeah. People were asking him, oh, so the coldest game you ever played in. And he was like, just wanted to go home. How come you never go sleeveless? No, I hate cold. I'm telling you. <laughs> he hates it. He hates it. Everybody, I mean, Vaughn could give the answer. He was probably giving the politically like, correct answer. He doesn't want to drum yeah. anything up before the Dolphins come in. But guess what? 
That's serious. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you ask anybody from South Florida, any any player from Florida, what football weather is, and none of them will say this. But you ask somebody from the Midwest, oh, slate gray sky, it's yeah. cold, the snow's coming down, I love a great snow game. Anybody from South Florida is like, get G-T-F-O-H. Get me out of here. That is absolutely a fact. So good. They got to be like Ryan Shazier. Just go out there with your shirt off and intimidate yeah, the other it. team. There it is. It. Man, when we played in that cold weather, we was cold. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of Twitter. There it is. <laughs>